0: Let's see, we should be feeding out to the folks out there. I'm going to give this a couple of seconds here for everyone to join in. And as you guys come in here, just smash those thumbs ups. You know, we appreciate that here and it helps with the algorithm and all that kind of stuff. Just as a programming uh, note, so today's Wednesday, we usually do the Vanasaur podcast on Thursdays. So we're going to do episode four today and tomorrow we're going to do episode five, which is going to have Nick Recchio of Coachman Class B. He's the general manager over there. Uh, he'll be joining us. So, you know, come back in. You're getting a two for this week. We didn't do last week. So there you go. That being said, I think um, I'm ready. Pavel, I don't know. Are you ready? Yes, sir. <laughs> There's no time like the present. All right. So for everyone joining us, let's get this kicked off. Let's just jump in there. We're going to be here for an hour. Please feel free. Anyone out there, ask questions. I'll try to get to as many questions as we possibly can here. Um, so definitely put those in.
1: Let's uh, Let's do this thing.
0: That's right. And so joining me live today, as I said, on a Wednesday special show, we've got uh, Pavel, is it Bosovic? Am I saying that right? Yes,
1: sir. Right on point.
0: Pavel Bosovic of 27 North. Um, Am I I pronouncing Pavel as well? I know some people have an issue. Yes,
1: sir. That is correct.
0: Absolutely. Thanks for joining us, Pavel. I know that... um, you know this is not the easiest thing to do in the world right you know uh... basically for people who want to know out there the title of this show is twenty seven north ceo response to donut media video we broke a million dollar off-road camper which was the ascender from from twenty seven north and um, i know it's not an easy thing to come on go live or even just go public when something that uh, from some people, can be mis- misconstrued as a very bad, negative thing. Like this goes very obviously public. The video from uh, Donut Media is, um, I-, I think, it's approaching two million views. And yeah. I'll I'll pop something up on that here real quick if I can, Pavel. Let me see. I'll do this just so that the folks out there yeah, know what we're talking about. Let me switch over to. Um, my phone here so I can share with folks this is the video we're talking about Uh, we broke a million dollar off-road camper (laughs) so that's exactly what we're talking about here if you guys don't know there will be a link in the description that you can go to and check that video out uh, maybe after you know after this I would say do it after this or if you're watching this later you could do it first and then come back and uh, do this. So shout out to everyone that's out there. We appreciate you guys joining us. Smash the thumbs ups uh, and leave questions and all that kind of stuff, we'll get to it. Pavel, I wanna start with uh, you explaining to the folks out there who you are and uh, how you started 27 North.
1: Yes, thank you Hank so much. I'm deeply honored to be on your channel and uh, excited to be able to share a little bit about our history and uh, where the vision uh, came from. So uh, after college, I had gone into construction and working seven days a week, uh, late nights. At that time, we had four foster kids at a 2 a.m. call with, Hey, we got four little siblings, uh, sub freezing temperatures. Can you guys take them in? It was 2 a.m. in the morning. We took them in and we just realized, you know, what parenting is like and uh, the amount of work and resources you need to be able to give kids a new start. And my wife and I just sat down one evening and we were like, "These kids are on our successful path to reunification. And if we're going to be working seven days a week in construction, why don't we go into an industry where we can make an impact?"
0: Okay. All right. So at that so the- time we had our first. Mm-hmm. Go, ahead. go ahead. No, you're good.
1: So at that time we had our first uh, fifth wheel RV, and we noticed that while you know it's built for its purposes, you know if you compare a fifth wheel RV to. Uh, you know, a Provost Class A, you can say a lot of rude and mean things about it, but when you compare a fifth wheel to a fifth, fifth wheel and what it's designed for, you know, it's, a, it's an awesome product. I, I want to make sure we're comparing apples to apples. Right. But it wasn't what we thought it was going to be. We were more expecting of an expedition vehicle. And seeing all the points that it lacked in, we we're like, why don't we design our own version of that that can suit the needs that we need? And so we purchased our first van, um, had started in my mom's garage. Uh, This was 2020. And uh, we converted our first van. We put it on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and it seemed like it just went viral. So many people from all over the country wanted one. And we didn't stop there. We're like, okay, the van is awesome, it's perfect, but we're limited to off-road capabilities. So at that point, sales took off. We were doing really well, acquired our own facilities. And then uh, we're like, let's take it to the next level. Let's design an expedition truck. And that's where the vision for the sender came And I just kind of went out the market and uh, did a lot of industry research and I didn't see quite what I wanted. So I went to the drawing board and I started designing a shell that's, you know, aerodynamic um, that can withstand crosswinds. You know, crosswinds is an important thing for me whenever I'm driving, I have a CDL, I kind of can navigate it, Not everyone has that experience. Like when my wife would be driving, I'd want something that can tackle crosswinds. That's where the shape on the side came from. And we started, I would say, it was probably early 22, about a year-ish ago, uh, we started building it. And we just put together a team of people who saw the vision the way that we did. Uh, Engineer, uh, a guy with 22 years in the industry with modifying suspensions and we just started building it in our in the back of our warehouse. Like we didn't have fancy, uh, you know, robots or welding machines or million dollars worth of R and D money. We just worked with the resources we had mm-hmm. and came out with the prototype sender that you see before you on the screen.
0: Right. So I think you know it's really important for folks out there to to realize that you guys are um, a. Like relatively young company right so from from what I'm hearing here the company started like in 20 2020
1: yes sir 2020 we just celebrated our three-year anniversary last year
0: okay so relatively small company um, and the Ascender is kind of like a halo vehicle and also a prototype is that am I correct with that yes sir okay all right so i think one of the questions and like i said i'll take questions from folks out there i think that perhaps my audience is more of a class b audience so they haven't uh they might not have seen this donut media video it's pretty big they might not have seen it yet um but so 27 north you build on vans right so i think you build you build on the Promaster chassis. I see here that uh, Travel Dreamer is saying what is the smallest chassis that you guys build on. So the smallest would be the Promaster, right?
1: Correct, we build a Promaster. The Sprinter 144 is not much uh, bigger than that. It is tight, but not lengthwise. And mm-hmm. we also specialize in Ford Transits.
0: Ford Transit, so basically the three chassis that are out there, you build on that. Uh, we do, just so everyone knows, we do have a relationship because uh, one of your dealers is Sunshine State R V, which I have obviously a financial relationship with. I do videos with them. I've done videos with you on their behalf. But I think you and I met first at SEMA show. Um, yeah, that's, that's probably at least a year ago at this point. More than a year probably. Yes,
1: sir.
0: Yeah, so we'll maybe we'll talk about that story later. But um yeah. so you you build on the vans and I think you have we were talking about at the uh, Overland Expo West, the Rex Rover, which is is based on a Ford F two fifty. Yes, right? sir. You have that. We'll get into that later here, and then so the Ascender is your Halo vehicle, and in this video it says uh, what is it? It says one point two million, right? So yes, sir. Uh, if you can if you can explain to us what exactly is the Ascender, and I think you're in it right now, right?
1: That's correct. I am in the ascender. That's in that was featured in that donut YouTube video.
0: You're in it, yes. And maybe we'll we'll you know have Pavel walk around and show you guys. But what was the what was the full blown concept of the ascender? The, this prototype. What were you going for? And then I think you also made some promises that Donut Media talked about. So I want to you know what was the actual use for this ascender? What was it supposed to do? Where is it supposed to go? Etc.
1: Yeah, so we set out on a journey to design the ultimate expedition vehicle, uh, something that can uh, essentially go uh, places your traditional RVs can't go. Uh, I've seen one too many stories of people trying to take traditional RVs, which aren't designed for uh, off-roading or national parks in this case, uh, and then they get damaged. Uh, We've even had fatal accidents happen here in the States. we hear that on the news all the time and so what we wanted to do is just kind of take it to the next level and we tackled it from all fronts so similar to what we did when we launched our class b uh, lines of uh, rvs we made a list of all the things we believed was uh, lacking industry in the industry and includes things like i had mentioned crosswind air filtration um, self-sustainable like completely truly self-sustainable uh, I'm very, very passionate about wood products. So I wanted to incorporate wood products, but not add to the waste. So as you can see here in my background, uh, real mm-hmm. walnut, uh, you know, real uh, wood products throughout the unit.
0: Okay, and so this 1.2 million that everyone's talking about, and I and I'm trying to get everyone to realize here that, you know, yes, this is a very expensive vehicle. But you guys are not a big budget company, right? You kind of put a lot of money. Kind of, I don't want to say bet the farm and put words in your mouth, but you put a lot of money into this, right?
1: Yeah, okay. uh, a lot of money's. I think money's the the just one aspect. The time, mm-hmm. uh, the sweat, the tears. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, a lot of okay. times when you take on a big project, you have doubts and want to quit. Uh, yeah. So a lot of emotion, um, even even blood. You know, we, a you know, cut finger there and a smash finger there. So we, you know, with pride, <laughs> okay. they we put sweat, blood and tears into this project.
0: So how much of that 1.2 million, because we can separate these kinds of vehicles, uh, just like we do vans, we can separate it into the house side, right, which we can obviously see in your shot here. We can separate it into the house side and then the vehicle side itself. So what goes in, you know, what did you do with the vehicle? You know, it's a, I think, what is it, A F 550 Yes sir, five fifty. F five fifty. What's in that vehicle standard as you bought it? You know, uh, cost wise and things yeah. like that. I'd like to know. And then what did you guys add to that? Um, I don't think it's it, it's in question here. In not definitely not in the video from Donut Media of the beauty inside. Right. It looks it looked yeah. really good inside. They spent time inside of it. Um, you know, I think they might have asked about like, you know, having a glass door for the bathroom. <laughs> you know, in a video, the in a van, the uh, in a yeah. vehicle that goes off road. But what? How much money and stuff like that went into each side?
1: Yeah. So to answer that question, I kind of have to take a step back and kind of explain the different classes. So in order to understand the and respect or understand and value the costs we put into this unit, you really have to understand the end user. So, there's different uh, levels of overlanding and off-grid traveling. You know, you have your entry level, uh, kind of where I started off my journey with my brother-in-law is, you know, taking a jeep or a pickup truck and a rooftop tent. And, you know, I've, I I was a part of his journey when he was building that out. You have that category. Mm-hmm. And so, to put a class door into the in, into that level, it doesn't really make sense. What mm-hmm. we tried to do is we tried to tailor to the other end of the spectrum you know the the higher class higher end travel people always ask me you know how long do people travel in this and uh, i'll be honest uh some of our clients uh two to three times a year for a couple of weeks and then they keep it in their collection so i it, it, i always say you don't have to agree with it you just have to understand it and so mm-hmm. for us based uh, on the truck it's uh we we go with the lariat so fully loaded on our lot after deliveries and stuff here you know you're pushing ninety thousand just for the truck then you have uh some of the high cost items uh we use all real leather so we wrap the seats in real leather and suede the dinette cushions in the back real leather uh we use uh exotic leather cow hides and you know things that are uh, both respected in the community and uh you know nothing of that poaching stuff and so you got close to twelve thousand dollars just in leather work uh then you got you know your unique cambrian quartz countertops Uh, That puts a high sticker, the shower door, since we're on the subject of it. Mm -hmm. uh, I think between the hardware and engineering, a double-pane glass, that even if you were to have a rollover accident or, uh, you know, uh, any kind of incident, uh, for the glass to uh, be able to not, you know, hurt anyone back here, we were about, you know, close to 6,000 installed already. So you guys Um, did think
0: about that, right? You did think about what if someone, like, fell into the glass or the vehicle rolled over Yeah, what would happen with the glass oh, yeah. okay and then also okay. am i wrong on this i think the windows are bulletproof is that true or not
1: so on this one we did a ballistic grade glass okay. it's not standard that's part of the mm-hmm. upgrade cost so yes uh, another reason why this one came because they start at 750 if you look on our website they start at seven hundred fifty thousand. we mm-hmm. do offer a security package we partner up with a uh, a military uh, or I guess that's the wrong word, a uh, security company that does ballistic mm-hmm. great stuff okay. on doors and windows. And so we do offer a security package that adds mm-hmm. uh, you know, a huge part of the cost. Then you have, uh, I think the next most expensive item probably the uh, electrical system. Uh, we partnered up with Navico on this one. Um, I'm gonna estimate, I think it was upwards of $70,000 in batteries. So we have a 2,000 amp hour lithium battery pack. Uh, Two, three and a half thousand watt inverters give me seven thousand watts of inverter. Uh, We did three digital screens, so as you can see, one uh, here uh, behind me, I guess it'd be on that side Mm -hmm. right there. Uh, Mm -hmm. One by the bed and one here in the dinette where I'm sitting. And then uh, the iPad interface that controls it all. So those are kind of the high ticket items on it.
0: Okay, so uh, construction wise, and I know we're going to get into this here, but uh levi uh Coverdale says uh, when the drive shaft broke was it an overlook from the company or an error on donut side so we're going to get into that but uh yeah. you know i'm going to ask you this question again but on the on the four by four side right the off-roading or the go anywhere side of it uh what was standard uh what's standard on the ascender and what did you guys add
1: so Standard is the one that's the stock drive shaft that uh, mm-hmm. we had on it whenever we sent it to Dona Media. Right now mm-hmm. we uh, partnered up with another company to upgrade it to a, a rugged off-grid um, kind of overlanding uh, drive shaft and axle. Uh, so moving forward, that's one of the key things we've learned as we're approaching 22,000 miles now in uh, off, uh, off-road and on-road mm-hmm. testing with this unit is we are going to be upgrading the rear axle and the drag shaft
0: okay so were there any other off-road upgrades that were on there already with the vehicle i'm trying to remember i know i did like a i did a short uh on you guys
1: yeah so initially Hmm. we did we did a Rayco Granning air suspension system in the back because that's just what's standard in expedition trucks i was always a firm uh believer of Doing more of stuff that doesn't require high maintenance. So with air suspension, you got air lines, you got to put, you know, the, the 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 motor that takes out the moisture of the line. So it's really high maintenance. I want to more have like a simplest possible suspension. And so moving forward, we're deleting the air suspension, and we're gonna uh, on the next round of tests gonna do just a standard uh, bulky uh, leaf spring suspension upgrade in the back and in the front
0: okay all right so let's get into um how uh, donut media got their hands on this I know when I saw you at Overland West which was in Flagstaff um, Zach was there uh what's his last yeah. name I think is Zach deal dial something like that nice guy yeah yeah and oh, he yeah. had that he had that vehicle for a while leading up to the show right how long does Zach have it
1: oh he had it for almost a month if not more he drove it from uh georgia all the way to california and then back to um arizona sedona for the overland expo so yeah he put he put a lot of R and D miles on is what we call it
0: okay so and if folks look at that video you'll see zach in that video um in the background of that video as well as in the video that we did at overland show about the rex rover so to your knowledge did zach take it off-road and do some off-road stuff with it
1: Oh yeah, you can go on my channel, you can go on Zach's channel. I think he did more extreme trails with it than Donut Media did, Um, Mm -hmm. but that's you know users' judgment. Um, I may be biased towards Zach a little more, but Mm -hmm. I think they both did extreme trails, but in my opinion, I think Zach did more extreme trails with it.
0: Okay, and and, you know, like I said, Zach's a good guy. I think he somehow, did he connect you to the Donut Media folks?
1: No, so I met with DonaVedia at SEMA in Las Vegas last year, okay. and they did a feature on us at SEMA. We won a couple of awards there, uh, and then uh, we kept the conversation going. and They're like, "Hey, we're doing this really cool video where we compare, you know, a high-end expedition truck to an entry-level truck, like I was describing earlier in this video." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we're like, "Yeah, we'd love to I'll let you guys use it," um, and I think it went really well.
0: Okay, so how? So just like walk me through briefly. How did this all happen? I think we have like a minute and a half here. What was? What did you think was going to happen here with Donut Media when they got their hands on this?
1: Honestly, I bragged the most about Center of Gravity. So I was whenever I was talking to the directors there and uh, the cast, I was like, "Man, if you guys flip it, like, please get it on video." So I, I think overall went a lot better than I expected. But yeah, I thought they were going to attempt to, it, or not attempt to. I thought, you know, the trail they were taking is a, it's a fairly extreme trail. I thought it was going to flip.
0: Hmm. Okay, so that's what you were worried about. And I know in their video there was a lot of swaying from the Ascender, and I've even seen that in some things. Uh, do you have an answer for that before we go on to the other stuff? We're probably going to take a break.
1: Hmm. Yeah, most definitely. So uh, I personally did one of the first trails with it. Um, I, as the owner and the you know the visionary behind it, I was like, if it's gonna if it's gonna flip, it's gonna flip on me. So I took it out to uh, Mount Zion. There was a thirty degree climb trail that I did there. I think that's the most extreme trail this truck has done. But once again, you know, each one has their right to their own opinion. Mm-hmm. And so I, I personally did a trail with drones. We had cameras. We had a couple of overlanding guys there with us supervising, and it did really well. Um, it proved my point. You know, air suspension is not the way to go for something, you know, that caliber. And so um, overall, you know, I was confident in its abilities. But anytime you have, you know, someone new in it, there's always that, you know, concern. I think it's like, yeah. you know, the we're, we're going to take a break. As you guys
0: might have already heard, Lola and myself are brand ambassadors for Sunshine State RV. And as Vanosaurs, I want to take this moment to encourage anyone who is in the market for a class B van to start their journey with SSRV.
2: Sunshine State RVs specializes in selling Class B vans and B plus RVs. That is the reason why they are the number one dealer in all of the state of Florida.
0: Number three in the whole United States. SSRV will fly you right to their location in Gainesville, Florida. They'll give you a very detailed and thorough walkthrough of your van. And they'll give you a two night stay at a local campground so you can get used to your van. If you don't like that, you can actually have hands-free delivery anywhere in the United States of your RV.
2: We bought our Coachman Beyond from Sunshine State RV two years ago and over the past two years we've seen how they treat customers when it comes to warranty side. Their service team is great. Whether you bought it from them or not, every person that comes in there gets the same service and care when it comes to warranty repairs. The same service, attention, and care. And their team does a great job getting you back on the road safely.
0: So if you guys are in the market for a B or B plus van, consider Sunshine State RV. We've got a link in the description that you guys can use to see their current inventory and have someone get in touch with you. All right, we're back. Sorry about that, Pavel. I know you were trying to finish oh, your good. point there. Yeah, go ahead and finish your point. Uh, while you're doing that, I'll put up this uh, comment from uh, Mr. Champlain. He said it was very impressive that it didn't flip. And uh, yeah, you know, go go ahead, finish your thought though.
1: Yeah, so that was, that was our probably sixth very extreme 30 degree climb. Mm-hmm. So we advertised that, you know, it's rated for up to 30 degrees. And so I'm really passionate about pushing the limits on that. And so we've done time after time. That wasn't the first time we did a three mm-hmm. degree climb. And so like a, it's, people always say, Paul, you're so attached to your vehicle. And I, I am, you know, whenever you put in a fraction of your lifetime into it, um, in hopes to give other people the ability to experience what you envisioned off-road traveling to be, you know, expedition trips to be like, whether we're talking, you know, Northern Alaska, Anchorage, or, Or even Baja or you know anywhere that you want to take an expedition per se and so you know anytime uh, uh, you have that kind of paranoia or you know concern you want the best for your client I I always take each trip personally and so yes that was my main concern with Donut Media and any one of these influencers or YouTube um, Mm. that take it out for R&D and testing and you know reviews uh, I call genuine honest reviews I always have that concern, you know. What if it does flip over? Because it's not, it's not there yet. Like it's a prototype, and being mm. a prototype, uh, it, there's always that, you know, the unknown.
0: Yeah. So let's get to uh, Levi's question here with what did actually happen. He says, when the drive shaft broke, was it an overlook from you guys? Do you think? Or was it an error on Donut's side? What's your feeling on this? That's the big thing. Looking at this video, they were having they were having a good time comparing to. I think they were showing um, some kind of Toyota. I can't remember. Was it a yeah. Tundra or um, one of the Toyotas? Maybe a Tacoma or something like that. Versus you know the Ascender, and they and uh, you know the main host there. He was having a really good time. Him and one of the other guys staying in the Ascender, yeah. cooking, doing all this kind of stuff you run me through what happened in the video from your point of view when the drive shaft yeah. broke
1: it's definitely not gonna be fall and it's definitely not an oversight on ours it was an unknown so okay. being an unknown you you don't know what you don't know and so what we learned was when you're going up a 30 degree climb it's similar to rock climbing there's multiple lines you can take and if you like rock climbing you, you put one wrong motion you fall same with off-roading you look at the most extreme rigs like uh, there's a a a youtuber that did a recovery and he had a a phenomenal built-out rig but one wheel on the wrong rut and the wrong twist and it breaks it's Mm off-roading is it's beyond it's an art you know there's so many ways about it and Mm -hmm. uh one of the unknowns that we learned is if we want to continue to push the limits of expedition trucks then it's time to take the stock driveshaft and drivetrain to the next limit. And so now we went back to the drawing boards, we're working on a new upgraded axle, a new upgraded driveshaft, and a couple other components that I can't quite yet disclose.
0: Okay. Alright. So it seems like they they went up the hill, because they were going up, they went up that hill um, at least once, and then came back down, and then had the guys switch out they were that they were driving the Toyota and then that's when this all happened um w- what do you think about that
1: um you know it's <laughs> it's uh uh it is what it is i'll say it should I, I it should
0: be probably, able to go up and down like 10 times or 100 times in my opinion right
1: in theory yes but right. once again <laughs> if you look at the team that recovered mm-hmm. it or even mm-hmm. any off-road re- i remember when my brothers mm-hmm. were building out jeeps and they would take the original Cherokee. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite jeeps i think you know minimal computers and so forth mm-hmm. and man we would spend months building it out and we would go out and have a good time and then somewhere along the way you turn too quick you accelerate to quick something breaks uh, mm-hmm. i believe we as humans uh, if we're imperfect it's impossible to make a perfect product it's how enabled is uh, the driver the user or a company willing to stand behind their product and have that continuous improvement
0: Okay, and I think that, you know, everything breaks out there, and when you're doing this stuff, from my very limited experience, you need to go slow, and then I think the bigger you are, you, the slower you need to go, right? So I know, yeah. um, you know, I've done some of this stuff on small, like I had a forerunner and stuff like that, and, and even with that, you need to go slow. So if you've got something even bigger, you really need to go slow and consider the weight and all that kind of stuff. Do you have any comment on the weight? Because I know I saw in the video there were a lot of comments on the weight and I think in some articles that went up there were weight comments as well.
1: Yeah, so it's definitely not 20,000 pounds. I think they mistake us with maybe one of our competitors. I'm not sure. Um, we weighed in 18,200 something uh, whenever mm-hmm. we sent it out to Donut Media. And that was with fuel and water in the tanks. And then we're in the process of cutting that down even more our goal is for the production model to be fifteen thousand pounds.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, is that within? Um, in regards what... to, go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: Good. Oh yeah, that's well within GVWR. Even okay. right now where we're at we're within GBWR. In mm-hmm. regards to the second host in the video, I mean I I value and respect what Donut Media does. Um, mm-hmm. They helped the small startup company in Springfield, Missouri, uh, make it. Mm-hmm. And I had just had two technicians go to O'Reilly's and Menards and were recognized there, so I'm I'm forever grateful for what they did and the exposure mm-hmm. they got us. I just wish people took some time and not judge us on you know a couple of key features that we're working on improving and kind of seeing the big picture, the story, the vision, the what we're trying to accomplish. I yeah. think uh, that mirrors into the society we live in. It's like give people a chance. Like so many people have visions, and I think they're scared to do it because of the backlash. I have an employee that I've been trying to encourage to start a YouTube channel, and now. He's even more scared to start a YouTube channel reading some <laughs> well, of these comments and you know trying to explain to him yeah. like you know it's just do it like there's always no, going to listen be that things that
0: are- things are going to go wrong um you know a couple yeah. like maybe it was a month ago at this point um you know I had a blowout on the tire and when I had that blowout I made a video and I told everyone this is all me you know I'm the one that messed <laughs> up I made the mistakes you know. I should have done things better but you learn from that and then you move on and of course there were people like oh you're stupid you're terrible you shouldn't have done it and I take all of that right and I think that same thing goes for you guys I think you're the company you created the product you make the claims and put it out there and when things go wrong you ultimately have to take the responsibility and then on our side we have to realize hey this is a new company that is pushing the limits and doing things I think in a very big way for a company that's relatively small so things are gonna go wrong and we need to give you a chance to fix it you know no one no one got hurt we need to give you a chance from the point of view of donut media I don't know those guys, but I have run into them at SEMA. I have been looking at their stuff for a long time. They don't seem like bad guys. I don't think they did you wrong in the video. I don't think they were trying to like do a hit piece on you guys or anything. They were really, really um, uh, like, uh, grateful in the video, and they were impressed and all that kind of stuff, but this is what happened, right?
1: Yeah, I agree 100%. I mean, it's they did what we asked them to do like why would we be upset at that and Mm -hmm. so uh, I know moving forward another valuable lesson we learned from this I know we talked about being honest and open Mm -hmm. Um, one thing we have in motion or in place already is a five day certification process so whenever we do uh, launch our production models in -hmm. the coming year uh, we're looking and hoping for spring of next year Uh, we have a off-road course that we're in the process of building it's a 13 acre off-road course on site uh, it'll have 30-degree climbs, it'll have uh, creeks, it'll have rocks, logs, and so each one of our clients is required to go through a five-day certification, so uh, a certified trainer is going to go through and teach them recovery, teach them how to do these 30-degree slopes, uh, teach them you know how to self-recover, uh, so we'll have a sandbox where we're going to actually sink it in the sand and help the client self-recover out of the sand. Uh, We're going to have a mud pit where they can go in a mud pit. We're going to have, you know, different scenarios that they'll come across as they take these expeditions across the beautiful country that we live in.
0: Okay. Okay, awesome. I'm putting up comments. I'm not necessarily getting to everything. If you guys have questions, let me know. Here's a tough question for me. Why did you guys leave the Ascender on that mountain for a week for other people to drive by there and see it out there?
1: Yeah, so envision a 30-degree slope. Mm -hmm. a 18,000 pound uh, expedition vehicle prototype Mm -hmm. and uh, the recovery of that so as you can envision that's a really challenging recovery and so it took us about five days to coordinate that recovery and the cool thing is another thing we learned from there is recovery you know there's there's always the chance that I mean look at the boating industry look at the aerospace industry look at the RV industry you know Mm -hmm. things break things get stuck and I think we had given the industry standard of, you know, three months, eight months, sometimes years to recover something mm-hmm. uh, without naming any names. We had a five day recovery on a prototype. And so now we're putting together an entire manual for 24 hour recovery. Can we set the new industry standard? Imagine being able to advertise, hey, we have a 24 hour recovery in place. I think that'd be okay. phenomenal.
0: Okay, very cool. Yeah. And so, so you know, uh, Donut Media brought uh, Matt's uh, off-road recovery in there. I think he did a good job, right? Yeah. Did you guys know about all this? Did you say, okay, you know, it's tough to get this out of there. We'll we'll let these guys go in and do it.
1: Yeah, we went through multiple avenues of trying to recover it. We looked at mm-hmm. cranes, trucks. I even entertained helicopter, uh, military, <laughs> uh, Coast Guard helicopter. I mean, we yeah. we that would we be expensive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's uh unless you can get it to be like a training, but that anyways. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, we found that the most, you know, effective and efficient way of recovery was to do a collaboration with Matt's for Recovery. Done immediately mm-hmm. and Zach did a wonderful job coordinating mm-hmm. with our company and coordinating with those two YouTube channels uh mm-hmm. to do that and you signed in less than two hours.
0: Yeah, yeah, he did a great job. So um, you know, kudos for that. Let me see if I'm missing any uh, questions or comments. Oh, okay, Greg Savage says, "You sent her in, um in as an amazingly beautiful vehicle. Is it possible to get like entry level version of it like an industrial or scaled down version?" She want to answer oh, that. Oh,
1: most definitely. So the Ascender is starts at the 750. That's our Rex Rover interior. So instead of walnut, you get aluminum mm-hmm. cabinetry like on our Rex Rover. Uh, you get cloth panels like you would see in a traditional expedition truck. Uh, we mm-hmm. downsize all the speakers and leathers to make it more, I call it utilitarian. So, that's, I would, I would say that model is more for your uh, true overlanders. So, if you're really going to be out in the mud, out, you know, snowboarding, all those things, then yes, we do have an entry level ascender for that purpose.
0: All right, cool. So let's um here, let me see what time we got. Okay, we got like seven and a half minutes. Can we, since you're there, right? You've got the vehicle. Can we actually get a look at it maybe? I think you're using your phone yeah, here. Definitely. So if you can, yeah, if you can, I'll go full screen on you right now. Let's get a look. Let's show people, If let's show the folks out there what we can, bear with us here. Obviously yeah. Pavel's gotta get out of it. So what are you, do? you're gonna do a quick show. Yeah, so everything's good on the inside, yeah, right?
1: Yeah. yeah, so this is the back, it's the dinette. Uh, I wanna highlight, we got an air filtration system in here. So if you're ever desert, um, you got sand, uh, smoky, you can air filter the air as it comes through here. Uh, we have the dinette here in the back with a slide table to help you get in and out uh, without taking up extra space. You got your six inch green tea leaf infused memory foam, uh, cushions, this is your cooking <laughs> area here. Uh, you got the upper cabinets here, real walnut. We use the marine grade latches that kind of keep the cabinets from closing. And then you got a rack system for your plates. Uh, your control screen here. Uh, we have a full fridge here, so I'm six foot, and it's almost as tall as me here. Uh, coming here on this side, you have a full shower, wet bath. This is that glass door that everyone's been talking about. Right. And so you have your. Um, Sink, uh, electric mirror, uh, LED, and so forth. And then back here, you have your uh, bed. Massive. uh, We take right, yeah, uh, uh, RV Kings. So we're pushing about six and a half by six and a half feet. And then on our production model, uh, we're gonna bring the front up a little bit to give you a little bit more headroom there. And then we got the awesome pass through here. Right. Uh, pass through to the front, and then I'm going to go outside. Uh, we're next to a major uh, street, so it might be a little bit loud, so I apologize. Yeah. in the
0: Yeah, absolutely. Bear with us with the noise and everything out here, guys. But I want you guys to get a look at this since it came off the mountain. First look.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it so still it lives. Back, she still lives. Any-
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Go for it.
1: Okay. Yeah, so we just got back from California, so we haven't done any of the major upgrades yet. It's all still a work in progress. But it, it drove itself off the mountain. Uh we upgraded the drive shaft and it drove itself back from California all the way to Missouri. Like I said, we're pushing twenty-two miles, twenty-two thousand miles in RD testing. You got the big wheels, it's pretty tall there. Um, the coating I mentioned in one of my other videos, we do a a Kevlar based product to Uh, Ensure it doesn't scuff and scratch as the traditional liners do Compartment doors throughout so another important thing, you know making sure you can access to repair it or service it when you're traveling Uh, Speakers are an upgrade option. That's not standard. You know a lot of people ask why there's so many speakers Uh, Speakers on the top Standard would be a roof rack. We put speakers because it's our prototype and we take it to trade shows uh, spear tire with its own winch system and then a secondary winch on the bottom there.
0: Okay, so now are you going underneath so we could see that drive shaft? Are you going back in? Oh, okay. What was that? Yeah, I said uh, are you going underneath so we could see what's going on underneath or. Are you not showing that now? Yeah, did you want to see the Yeah, we I think the yeah, folks out still, there yeah, would definitely. would like to show that. Yeah, let's let's see what it looks like uh underneath. Let's do that. Yeah. Just for the record. Okay, there you go. Let me know if you All right.
1: Better yet, I wish I had more than seven minutes. I would go illustrate by driving
0: on some. Oh, drive around. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, we still have three minutes. If you want to drive around, you can.
1: (laughs)
2: Drive Uh, over some
1: curbs and stuff.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's up to you, man. If you want to do it, Travel Dreamer Forty Six says, Kevlar lining is a huge plus." Uh, let me get a, a comment here from Living Working Outside Box. It says, "What type of subframe to frame system did this have? Zero torsion subframe versus multi-spring type connection? Are changes in type of sub subframe planned?" That's a question.
1: Yeah, great question. So for our prototype model, um, we started with foam, and so we took foam and we cut out foam panels and made a foam box then we transitioned the foam uh, into a uh, steel so we uh, had plasma cut panels out of steel and we made this shell uh, moving forward we have a uh, patent pending panel uh, I can't go in the details but that's what's gonna help us cut down the weight drastically to 15,000 pounds in regards to mounting it to the frame uh, we do have a system that allows the shell to move free from the truck and chassis so that Whenever you are climbing those slopes or uh, driving down a bumpy road uh, that allows the shell to flex and then going away from the air suspension to a liquid spring style suspension uh, gives it that ability uh, to be able to not, uh, lack of a better phrase, uh, bounce or go back and forth as much.
0: Okay, cool. And we've got about a minute and a half here. I'm just going to get this comment up from Deborah and let you say what you think about it. She says, Donut okay. Media use clickbait to sensationalize. There's a lot that went right uh, with the ascender, but that doesn't get clicks. It didn't flip. I was surprised by that.
1: Do you think they clickbaited um, folks out there? <laughs> I think if you're in the YouTube industry, you understand that the cover photo um, has to be appealing or attractive. And uh, we don't have to agree with them. We just have to understand that if you want a YouTube video to do very well, you got to put something attractive on the uh, thumbnail.
0: Absolutely. I agree with that. And they could have been a lot more brutal. And we showed the thumbnail here in the beginning. Um, It really wasn't that bad. But yeah, title and everything. I mean, that is what happened. So they didn't lie to you guys out there Um, and they could have been a lot worse. You know but you know yes you're right as a youtuber i have to say a lot of this has to do with attention right and i know that sounds bad but you know everyone's competing for attention out there but i feel like the donut media guys and even i looked at this with lola and she agreed with me they were really very good to you guys and very fair in everything that they did and they had 15 minutes to do that um you know i do long videos not everyone does that and puts in those details but my videos are for the nerds donut media is yeah. very big very popular they got to do quick stuff
1: yeah i i have nothing i think they they did um everything we asked them to do and i think in some sense even more yeah. you know, doing we're, the collaboration with the, yeah we're um, taking a break we're
0: about taking about a about break we'll be right lola and i are now official brand ambassadors for coachman class b so i wanted to take a moment to tell you guys why we, as Vanosaurs, like it says on our t-shirt, are very excited about our partnership with Coachman Class B.
2: First off, Coachman RVs has been a leader to the great outdoors since 1964.
0: So next is the fact that Coachman really cares about you as an owner. Whether you bought new or used, after you right. buy your van, they really take <laughs> care of you.
2: With Coachman Class B, you have all the options. Coachman builds on all three van platforms. On the Mercedes Sprinter, it's the Coachman Galleria. The Ford Transit, it's the Coachman Beyond and Ram Pro Master is the Coachman Nova.
0: Lastly, best value for money. We've had our van for two years, and Coachman builds to the highest standards of quality and craftsmanship. You can't go wrong with a Coachman Class B, so if you're interested, check out the link in our description and find the Coachman van that's best for you. Alright, we're coming back in here. Okay, so in this last segment here, I really want to start off with, uh, I don't know, it's probably, <laughs> it's probably a little bit of a, of a tough question to, to ask you. And, and as I remind everyone out there, we are friends, we have known each other, we've broken bread together on multiple occasions and all that. Um, you, you're, you're kind of like the new the new boy or the new kid on the block right pavel
1: (laughs) i am and it's i tell you hank it's been it's been emotional if i didn't have Mm -hmm. people like you in my life i think i'd be like my employee uh really discouraged and not doing Mm -hmm. what i'm doing
2: but i'm just really thankful
1: that i have people like like you and nick that hey you know pavel this is normal this is all part of the learning curve and you know just got to power through you know those comments and uh, the people that don't believe in you because it's your vision and no one's gonna help you achieve it uh, Other than yourself and you know people like you guys
0: Yeah, and Pavel may, may not like openly tell you guys this but you are looking at a 27 year old young man Okay, so when I was 27 years old, I wasn't doing anything like that I'm 51 years old and I'm not doing anything like what Pavel's doing um, I believe you were born here in in, in the States, but your family uh, comes from the Ukraine, right?
1: Yeah, we immigrated here in the late 90s.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're, you're looking at someone doing uh, amazing things out there, taking massive risks, putting his entire family and lots of folks uh, that work for you, that depend on you, at risk. But, and you're thinking big. This is what I like about you. You're doing this different and thinking big. But as the new kid on the block, you know, obviously there's some other companies around and I don't want to get into like going after the other companies or anything like that, but there's other companies around. Is is a big part of this embarrassment because of, you know, you make some big bold claims and then the other companies look at it and go, ah, look at this guy. He messed up big time. Is that like a big thing for you?
1: Uh, it is because these other big companies, I from a young age looked up to them. I had cut out, uh, out of catalogs and printed off their websites, uh, you know, pictures and videos. And I couldn't wait to the day that I would tour their factories and tell them how much, you know, I appreciate what they do and I love the work that they do. Uh, so to, you know, fast forward to having my own company and, you know, being responsible to feed 37 families and making sure their paychecks come in on time, uh, to, you know, kind of not get the support that I thought I would. Um, it was, it, it was an emotional moment for me. Uh, but like I said, you know, people like you in my life were able to help me get past that.
0: Yeah, man, this is going to make you stronger, and I'm I'm personally proud of how you are dealing with this. And I've seen you go through things before, right? This is how you deal with it. You you take it on. It's your responsibility. You guys get better. You guys get stronger from here. That's on you. And I think all the companies out there have somewhere in their history gone through this. It's kind of the fire that makes your metal. So I think what I would like to know, you know, and, and I'll take questions from other folks out there and put it up here as well. But I'd like to know how are you guys going to go forward from here? Is this going to change how you're doing builds, how you're making your your builds more off-roadable? Because everything that you build, the van, the pickup truck, and, and this as well, everything is off-roadable. So what are you going to do going forward here?
1: Most definitely. I always tell my team um, every, uh, every incident that a client or influencer or, or uh, YouTuber, friend, in this case, uh, makes on the road, it's not an, an accident. It's an experience, an opportunity for us to be better. And every, uh, every warranty claim that comes through one of our almost hundred vehicles on the road uh, in this YouTube channel, we write an entire policy. We go back to the drawing board and make our units better. And I think that's what really sets us apart. Is in, if you go back three years, you won't find the issues that we had three years ago today. And in 10 years, when we uh, are, you know, the leading industry standard in the expedition vehicle market you won't see us having the same problems we had today is what mm-hmm. i want to be you know very clear on
0: okay and so if there's prospective buyers out there who were thinking about getting something from you but maybe you know seeing this gives them some trepidation what would you say to those guys you know if they're out there and they're like oh man now i have some doubts yeah
1: Um, I would say, you know, get to know us on a personal level and you will understand how we will uh, exceed not only your expectation, but what the industry standard is today in regards to our quality product and quality service and, uh, you know, talk to our clients. We have close to a hundred clients all over the road in the country and uh, they will all tell you a similar experience. Uh, There are issues that happen. Anytime you take a house like structure and you put it on a vehicle and you try to make it push the limits of what either one is designed for uh there's going to be problems that arise and we take pride in our 24 7 customer support line uh with a 36 hour turnaround time on average for any you know issue that may or may not arise
0: yeah well you know when you buy something i always tell people folks out there buy the people behind the thing you don't just buy the thing right you buy the folks behind that and i agree with you you know anything could go wrong with this um i've been doing the van thing now for a few years and you know there's there's some really good companies out there some maybe not so good but anywhere that you get something from if it's a house and a car going down the road uh something could go wrong so it really comes down to how who those people are and can you trust them do they stand behind uh what they do um, let's see. I'm going to give it, give this comment from living, working outside the box. He, um, or she, I don't know. Could be either one. Uh, they do support this channel and uh, you know they watch a lot of videos, make a lot of comments, I appreciate that. Uh, they say absolutely, hold on, let me put it back up here. Absolutely, 100%, it's a prototype that uh, still was built better than 80% of other RV companies. Uh, it's next to impossible to think Pavel and his team had everything dialed in, looking forward to the next level.
1: Oh, I appreciate it so much. I need more supporters like that in my life. Yeah.
0: Yeah, don't let this get you down, man. You know, don't let this get I think yeah. this is gonna make you a lot stronger and build a, uh, a, a lot better product out there Especially from the way you're not just like burying your head in the sand or hiding, you know Somewhere under the bed or in the closet from yeah. from the monster of whatever this is. So There you go. He said they say he by the saying... way David shout out to David out there. Go <laughs> ahead, sorry. <laughs>
1: Thank you, David, I appreciate yeah. you. I'm going mm-hmm. to follow your channel and go like all mm-hmm. your videos, so thank you. Yeah. Um, I, I always tell, you know, we have contracted buyers, we have prospect buyers that did, you know, call and say, hey, you mm-hmm. know, we were looking at buying your unit, uh, your competitor showed us this video, your competitors are telling us this, what do you gotta say? And all I gotta say is look at big picture. We tackled crosswinds. You can drive this truck through crosswinds. How many other truck uh, expedition builders can say that out there? Who else is building mm-hmm. a non-square, rectangular shape? Uh, we tackled the security system. You know, we're one of the first in the industry to use a stainless steel camera that doesn't scuff, doesn't scratch. Proven in the marine uh, application, and the list goes on and on. I don't want to take up this channel, you know, uh, mm-hmm. boasting about how great we are. I just, I just say, you know give us a chance, you know, do your own research, do your own due diligence, give us a call, come to our product. We let prospect buyers take our prototype out. So if you're interested, you know, t- come get in touch with our team. We'll let you take it out and let you make your own assessment on it.
0: Absolutely. Mr. Champlain says uh, the inter- this interview should definitely help remove doubt about your company vision. Keep up the great effort. You will succeed um, and uh, Deborah says more watch. people will watch the progress you make now. So it's raised your company profile.
1: Thank you, thank you.
0: Yeah, and Travel Dream Forty Six says your company and vision is awesome. Keep the mindset that Henry Ford had when he manufactured his first vehicle. Keep pushing forward.
1: Oh thank you. <laughs> You're gonna make yeah. me emotional, <laughs> <laughs> Hank.
0: Listen, I was you know, I don't want to get into too many details and st- I understand how competition is, right? Um, That's for everyone. That's on all sides. Everyone goes through that. You know, when I mess up, I'm sure people go, look at this. Look at this mess up that Hank made. And that's good. That's why everything should be out there in the world. It makes us stronger when we're honest with ourselves and we can, you know, look in the mirror and see who we really are and then go, okay, I've got to do better and fix this. So, but I was looking at this with someone who builds RVs and that person looking at it didn't beat up on you you know they said you know what when when we started building rvs we we had issues we made mistakes you know and this thing actually looks pretty good and mistakes happen and you have to just move on from that so you know it's part of this business uh this world really that you got into and I think a lot of people will, I agree with the comments folks are making. So what's what's next from here, Pavel? What's next? What are you guys doing next?
1: Uh, what's next is I put a personal goal that I'm not gonna go into production until we have 50,000 miles of testing. And so we're at about, I'm looking at speedometer now, uh, 22,114 miles. So we have about six more months of extreme off-road testing. We got a professional, uh, flying in from Anchorage, Alaska. I uh, can't quite disclose his name yet to build up the you know surprise and anticipation. He's gonna go put you know a couple cool. of thousand miles on it, and once we have all this data, uh, we're gonna incorporate it into the prototype. So we're gonna upgrade the prototype on everything that we've learned, uh, mm-hmm. and then if all goes by plan, spring of 2024, uh, when our R and D wraps up, we go into production. And uh, full-scale production in our new state-of-the-art facilities here in Springfield, Missouri.
0: All right, cool. I'm looking forward to seeing those facilities. Uh, Lola says clearly, Pavel will be working to correct the issue, um, and uh, with the Ascender on the next model. In time being, what's next? So um, I know. So coming up, can we talk about this? I think we can. Can we talk about yeah. the Rex Rover a little bit?
1: Yes. Yeah, so one okay. of the things we've been learning as we're going through all these big trade shows, so SEMA, Fort Lauderdale, some of the biggest trade shows in the world, uh, we could never afford to make those happen. But there people that believed in us and helped us get into these shows, helped us get our name out there. We found that, you know, a lot of people, they want an entry level expedition truck, And so we partnered up with an extraordinary manufacturer that's been doing it for over 10 years, uh, close to 20 years in the industry. And we made an F-250 model. Um, This model is unique in that it's, you know, very lightweight, uh, very uh, easy to drive. And then uh, what my favorite aspect is all aluminum interior cabinetry. So you're not having, you know, the common issues you do when you take a traditional RV off-grid.
0: Okay. And I was talking to Nick Schmidt of Sunshine State RVs. And uh, you know, he says that the Rex Rover, the first one, is going to be at Sunshine State R V August first.
1: <laughs> so Yes sir, yes sir. We're hosting yeah. a big barbecue there. So mm-hmm. if you're in the area or you want to come out and meet us and kind of be a part of our journey, we'd love to see you there. Free barbecue. We're gonna have mm-hmm. some music, some guests their featured guests i don't know, Hank, if you want to go in and say anything on that subject
0: yeah well i'll be there for sure so myself and lola yeah. will be there and uh we'll do some stuff uh you know with you and look like what we do with everything you know we test to the best of our abilities things so when you guys see me i think at some point i'm getting that ascender i'm supposed to be on the list Right? Yes, sir, sure. you are
1: on the list. I didn't yeah. want to ruin the surprise, but if right. you're going to say I'm going to confirm a guest tank, you're next on the list to take Yes,
0: it. and when I get that, now keep in mind, I'm in Florida, so it's kind of flat out here in Florida, but we have our own challenges <laughs> out here. We have sand, we have mud, you know, we have uh, lots hot of <laughs> hot temperatures, bush, swamp, <laughs> gators. I'll see if I can yes, get a gator. But I so I can't necessarily do what the what the guys at Donut Media did. And this is why I think they did a service for everyone out there, right? Because they're in that area, they can they could have gone up that mountain, but I'm going to try to do, you know, to the best of our abilities when we get our hands on the Rex Rover, when we get our hands on the Ascender and anything else that 27 North makes, I'm going to try to give you guys as much as we can give you. Of course, that's not going to necessarily show everything, right? And uh, although I have been known to break stuff, Pavel, you know, if you, if you, think the donut media guys are bad, I've been known to break stuff also.
1: So, Hey, I think they're phenomenal and I'm mm-hmm. excited to see what you can do. If you can reach a new horizon, find a new way we can be better. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm willing to, I'm willing yeah. to do anything it takes to be better. I don't know about you. I think you're in the same yeah. Uh, scenario.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, uh, we'll have to build a mountain. <laughs> In Florida to do what they (laughs) did or I'll have to take a real long trip out to the mountain but no I think you know I listen this you're very early in your journey and I think that these kind of things when they happen to folks out there early in their journey it always comes down to how they react to it Um, uh, I I had a comment from a friend of mine on my side that creates videos that uh, does van stuff and he said wow this is really embarrassing You know, and I I understand how it could be embarrassing, but the way you deal with this is you get in front of it, you fix the problems, you move forward. That's what's important. And do you do you do you think that in the future, you know, you might get the ascender back in front of Donut Media? That's a question that I think some people out there would probably like to know the answer.
1: (laughs) I cannot confirm or deny it this time.
0: Okay, <laughs> I think they would be more than happy, but I don't I can't speak for them. And I think folks would love to see that happen out there. So um listen, we've got we've got like less than five minutes here. I don't know if people have other questions. I could go back. I think there was a question that I didn't um, get to. Let me see if I can find that really quick. Okay, so Greg Savage says, The Class B that I need has to have the ability to store my very expensive all-wheel-drive e-bike inside or uh, or leasing a strong clothes box attached to the back uh, uh, built to similar to Hank's lithium generator, etc. So, I don't know. Um, you guys, I think, will be doing stuff like that, right?
1: Yeah, I recommend our Venture One Forty Four model. It sounds like that aligns with what he is looking for.
0: Yeah, yeah. So can we get some? Uh, can we get some more looks at, uh, at at the the you know at the Ascender here? Let's do that while we're waiting to yeah, see if there's definitely. more questions or comments we're coming in. The, lab
1: in. the bridge here, and uh, let me know if you can see that.
0: Yeah. Okay. So say that again. You broke up a little bit.
1: Uh, I like the bridge here, um, mm-hmm. as you can see. Uh, the bridge mm-hmm. is really unique in the sense that uh, it allows, like, if you have a pet with you or uh, you know children or grandchildren traveling, uh, they have the ability to access the back. Okay. Uh, it's made out of real walnuts, so it's a walnut center console.
0: Mhm. Yeah, I think you're breaking uh, up a and little. And it's.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Yeah, you there? Yeah, can you hear me okay?
0: Yep. Yep. I got you. Yeah.
1: So it's got an iPad in the front that controls everything. So if you're outside by the campfire, you're on your iPad, you can pull up an app and you can, uh, you know, play your music, uh, control your temperature, uh, get your hot water heater working, seeing how your battery usage is, seeing how much solar is coming in, how much power is going into it. um, I think that's another, you know, unique feature that. Uh, I am I really like it and it stands out to me. Um, another thing that I really like about it is the fact that the shape gives it that aerodynamic. So we were seeing our fuel consumption actually be uh, a couple, I would say, I think it was, I can't remember the exact number, so I'm just gonna round up. It was like seven or 9% better than the industry standard. And that was just due to being able to cut down the weight and make it more aerodynamic.
0: Okay, so that's the reason for that weird shape of the ascender right Uh, let me see if i can either find the picture and show it to folks again um let me see if i can go here and show that so you know let's see let's go back to you and then i'll just switch the camera over um to my phone here boom so that's the reason for that shape there in the background it kind of someone said it kind of looks like a like there's a bug that looks like that you know has this big huge back on it you know
1: Um. (laughs) Yeah, so what we're trying to tackle with it, we've made some adjustments for our production model, uh, Mm -hmm. is we're trying to tackle uh, crosswind, aerodynamic, and drag in the back, so being able Mm -hmm. to tackle all those, it just, it was a vision of mine from the start that's now become a really awesome reality.
0: Okay. And so, like, for example, with the movement that you see when it's driving, you think that's, I know we're probably going back over something we talked about earlier, but the new spring setup, suspension setup that you're going to do, you think that's going to correct some of that?
1: Most definitely. So it won't be as drastic. So it needs to have that movement in the flex. Otherwise, you know, it's your interior is going to sustain damage. Oh, that's another Mm -hmm. key feature. Like there's so many things things that we accomplished i just wish people would acknowledge at least one of them like our air filtration mm-hmm. the way we mount our cabinetry like did mm-hmm. anybody highlight that the countertops didn't fall apart the door didn't fall off like they mm-hmm. went at a pretty pretty fast speed up this slope like you would mm-hmm. never want to go this fast up a slope not a single cabinet fall off guys not a mm-hmm. single crack in the courts not a single crack in the seam. uh we had a couple of people that didn't believe it so they came out here to missouri and they were like running their hands along the <laughs> shell, the seems, okay. seems not a single crack. I that's think good. that's a huge accomplishment of its own. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that is good. That is good. Listen. The
1: fact that mm-hmm. the shower door the fact that the shower door swung open and one of their bags fell off because they didn't mount it. I mean, why would you judge you know, why mm-hmm. would you judge something on an accident? I don't know. I guess that's mm-hmm. maybe just me.
0: Uh, people, this is, this is how we are as human beings, but I think that's the thing that pushes us forward and makes us better. Uh, Deborah says, thanks, Pavel and Hank, keep ascending, you know, and I'll tell you, we, we got mostly thumbs ups in this video. I think we got like, we got at least one thumbs down, which is fine. You know, um, you're never really doing well unless you get some thumbs down. So I'm not mad at anyone that's mad at us for doing this. And what I would say to you is really to... You know, in a 15 minute video, which is, is, is the pretty much the average of what big guys like Donut Media are going to do, and very, you know, that's kind of like what the audience out there, you know, um, the endurance that that audience is going to have. You're really just not going to get a lot of stuff. So, for example, on someone like me, I'm not as big as those guys, and I do longer, you know, tr- I try to do more detailed videos. Some people say sometimes there's just too much talking but where I'm trying to give you an opportunity to get more questions answered and all that kind of stuff. You know, we have like a longer view duration on our video. So I think when I get my hands on it, I'll do something longer for you folks. And hopefully that'll give you more insight. But you know, this is not, you know, this is not a bad thing. Okay, Lola has a comment here. Go ahead, go ahead. Mm -hmm. No, I was just thinking like, they
1: did a fifty-minute recap of like the three coolest things and the three things that went wrong, mm-hmm. and it's like if you put on a scale all the things that we accomplished, all the things that are working, that are phenomenal—the crosswind, mm-hmm. the aerodynamics, the security system, the Kevlar coating, the cabinetry, and the way we mounted to the wall and how it went at a fast rate up a thirty-degree slope—and not a single piece except the door latch to the shower, which only got damaged because the bag fell on it. Like nothing inside got damaged. Like can we highlight? all those accomplishments and then honestly if you put all that on a, 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 in a ratio uh, of the drive shaft and uh, you know uh, I think it's just it's a minute percent
0: yeah yeah so here's Lola's comment she says one of the things mentioned in the donut media video is the materials used glass wood etc will Pavel consider using lighter materials in the future I think someone did ask this but you can answer that uh, question again
1: yeah so we have two versions of this sender we have the utilitarian one which is the rex rover you know proven phenomenal design aluminum lightweight i can't disclose our our, our panels yet due to a pending patent uh, but it's gonna be significantly lighter and then we offer this uh the high-end ascender which is the leathers the walnuts and that's just similar to you know a yacht or a high-end jet that's just what that demographics want once again you and i don't have to uh agree to it we just have to understand some people They like that luxury feel and look inside their Expedition Vehicle or RV, and while some other people, they prefer that utilitarian version. That's why we offer both.
0: Absolutely. Okay, and uh, last uh, comment here is from Living Working Outside the Box. David says, Please keep us informed about the meetup at Sunshine State with Nick August 1st. Yes, it's going to be August 1st. I think it's going to be all day. Sunshine State RV is something like a 9 to 5 kind of thing. What's, what day is August first? Is that? Let me see. I gotta look it up now. <laughs> I it think it's a Monday. Monday. Is it a Monday? Um, yeah. Tuesday. It looks like Tuesday. So, two, August first is Tuesday. So I'll be there. Pavel will be there. The Rex Rover will be there. Nick uh, of Sunshine State RV will be there, and um, I, I guess we'll have some we'll have some other stuff going on, barbecue, all that kind of stuff. Please come down and hang out with us. I'll try to make another video to invite people to, to come out there and do that. Uh, I do want, before I'll let Pavel have the last words here, I do want to remind everyone tomorrow we're going to have Nick Recchio of Coachman coming on to um, to do the regular podcast with us, uh, regular Vanasaur. So that'll be episode five. This is episode four, which is my favorite number. Um. <laughs> oh, we got another another comment coming in. Travel Dreamer says, "Pavel, they highlighted your company because you are a contender. Focus on your growth and improvement. Even Elon Musk had a window shatter on a reveal of a prototype. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. And I and I he immediately, looked at it that way. I immediately went and put my money down on the Cybertruck. So I'm waiting for that Cybertruck <laughs> to come out." I don't know if you have any plans of building something off of a Cybertruck, but we'll see.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll just leave it at that. That's amazing. I never thought about it. thank you wherever you are. Much love your way. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. I would just like to say in conclusion, um, mm-hmm. to the you know five or 7,000 uh, you know negative comments, messages we got, um, I heard you. I understand where you're coming from. And my request to you is to try and understand where we're coming from. And then to the 11-ish million uh, that are continuing to support us and you know wishing the best for us, I appreciate it, and I look forward to uh, showing you uh, exactly uh, what we're working on and uh, you know defying uh, a new industry standard in the expedition vehicle market and making you proud. Absolutely,
0: thanks so much for coming on, Pavel. I really appreciate you doing that, and I look forward to seeing you um, here in about a month. And um, and I would invite the folks out there to go look at other stuff. If you haven't seen the video from Donut Media, go check that out as well. Uh, thanks so much, Pavel. You stay right there. Thanks to everyone. Smash those thumbs ups. We're on the way out of here. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll see you guys then. We're out. Peace.